You are my joy. Jesus Christ, you are my joy. Joy everlasting, you are my joy. Jesus Christ, you are my joy, my joy, my joy in spirit, in truth, my joy, my joy in righteousness, my joy, joy everlasting. You are my joy, Jesus Christ. You are my joy, my joy, my joy in spirit, in truth, my joy, my joy in righteousness, my joy, joy. Everlasting, you are my joy, Jesus Christ. You are my joy. My family all over the world, my friends, I bring you greeting, cavalry greeting this morning in the matchless and most powerful name of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. For who can come to the Father? The father of all glory, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the offspring of David, the God whose name is Al Shaddai, God whose name is the great I am that I am, who can come to him without coming through the name of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Therefore, I want to encourage you to worship God with me this morning with this song. Jesus Christ is our joy. Let's sing it together. Jesus Christ, you are my joy, my joy. Jesus Christ, you are my joy. Hallelujah. Joy everlasting, you are my joy. Jesus Christ, you are my joy. My joy, my joy in spirit, in truth. My joy, my joy in righteousness. My joy, joy everlasting. You are my joy. Jesus Christ, you are my joy, my joy, my joy in spirit, in truth, my joy, my joy in righteousness, the joy the world can overshadow Jesus Christ you are my joy let's sing it one more time Jesus Christ you are 
my joy. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus Christ, you are my joy. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Joy everlasting, you are my joy. Jesus Christ, you are my joy, my joy, my joy in spirit, in truth, my joy, my joy in righteousness, my joy, joy everlasting. You are my joy, Jesus Christ. You are my joy, my joy, my joy in spirit, in truth, my joy, my joy in righteousness, my joy, joy everlasting, you are my joy, Jesus Christ, you are my joy, my joy, my joy, in spirit, in truth, my joy, my joy in righteousness, my joy, joy everlasting, you are my joy, Jesus Christ, you are my joy, my joy in spirit, in truth, my joy in righteousness, joy everlasting, you are my joy, Jesus Christ, you are my joy. Oh, what a great and mighty God we serve. Jesus Christ is our joy. Is our joy and the world cannot overshadow Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ came into this world. A man that was God. He emptied all his own qualities. And came in here just for the purpose of selling his products. Jesus Christ was so proud. Of his products. Jesus Christ was so proud of his products. He was a problem solver. Jesus Christ was a problem solver. Everyone has problems. Your success and happiness in life depends on your willingness to help someone solve their problems. Successful people are simply problem solvers. If you ever see any successful person from your family, are you a successful person, you know that you are a problem solver. The reason whether you're successful is because someone is dependent on you. You are solving a problem for someone. A successful attorney solves legal problems. A lawyer, an attorney, solves legal problems. A doctor 
solves physical problems. The automobile mechanic solves car problems. Jesus was a problem solver. He was a problem solver. Thousands were burdened with guilt because of their sins. Jesus offered forgiveness. Thousands were spiritually starved. He said, I am the bread of life. Jesus said in John 6, 35, I am the bread of life. Hundreds had bodies riddled with sicknesses and diseases. Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. In Acts 10, verse 38. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Many were possessed with evil spirits. Jesus set them free. Jesus has something others needed. He solved their problems. That's why thousands sat for days as he taught them concerning the laws of God and how to have a extraordinary relationship with other people. Are you desiring to be successful? Because my message this morning to you, you that is listening to this podcast, and to me as well, because the word of God is a two-edged sword. You saw this song that the Holy Ghost shared in my spirit. Jesus Christ is our God. Jesus Christ is our joy. Jesus Christ is our love. He came into this earth to solve problems. Everywhere he went, he was doing good. My message is titled, Your Dream and Your Destiny. Jesus loved his products. He boldly declared eternal life. He boldly declared joy. He boldly declared inner peace. Jesus boldly declared forgiveness. He boldly declared healing and health. Yes. He solved many people's problems. That's why thousands sat for days as he taught them concerning the laws of God and how to have a extraordinary relationship with other people. I want you this morning, as you're about to listen to this message, to ask yourself, what problem are you solving? Who is depending on you to solve their problem? Who is depending on you for their life to move from one level to another level of glory? If you want to be successful at any level in life, you must understand your divine purpose on this universe. Why are you born on this earth? Why are you born in the family where you come from? Why are you there in the place where you're working? Why are you doing that business that you're doing? What level of problem is that thing you're doing, solving for someone for the increase to their own glorious destiny? Successful people, champions, rulers, are people who identify that by solving problems, success will become their portion. Let's get into this message this morning because you are not an accident. God planned your birth before he formed thee in the belly. He told Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1 verse 8. Jeremiah 1 from verse 5, if you read 6, 7, 8, he said to Jeremiah, before I formed thee in the belly, I know thee. And before that comet forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and I ordained thee. Everything God makes is a solution to a problem. Every person God created 
is a solution to a problem. God wanted a love relationship, so he created Adam. Adam was lonely, so God created Eve. This is the golden thread that links creation. This is the golden thread that leads God to create the universe. So as we go into this message this morning, I want to ask you, what specific problem have you recently struggled with but successfully resolved? That's the level of your success in life, your dream and your destiny. I want us to sing that song to Jesus Christ again. That song is very, very powerful. That song will hit you and bring great revival into your subconsciousness. That song will take away dead thoughts. That song will take away dead imaginations. That song will destroy the power that leads you not to understand that there's a reason why you were created on this planet. There's a reason why you are born in your family. There's a reason why you are in that place of work. There's a reason why you are doing that business. There's a reason why you are going to that church. God ordained every creation to be a problem solver. And this morning, through this message, you're going to locate your divine assignment. How? By identifying whose burden is most important in your heart. And by helping to solve that problem. And your success, your promotion, your financial increase, the peace of heart that you need, the joy that you need from the Lord will be overflowing in your heart. Let's sing this song once again as we go into our teaching for today. Jesus Christ, you are my joy, my joy. Jesus Christ, you are my joy, joy everlasting, you are my joy, Jesus Christ, you are my joy, my joy, my joy, in spirit, in truth, my joy, my joy in righteousness, my joy, joy everlasting, you are my joy, Jesus Christ, you are my joy, my joy, my joy. In spirit, in truth, my joy, my joy in righteousness, my joy, joy everlasting, you are my joy, Jesus Christ, you are my joy. If your destiny means anything to you, you cannot joke with your dreams. If your destiny means anything to you, you that is listening to me this morning, you that is connected to me through this podcast, you that is created for the purpose to serve God in spirit and in truth, if your destiny means anything to you, you cannot joke with your dreams. You cannot joke with your dreams. A dream given by God will always remain deep down in your soul. 
a divinely given dream would always remain very deep down in your soul. Nothing can be done to destroy it. Jesus came onto this earth with a divine dream. The essence why I've come to you through this podcast this morning is to quicken you up by the spirit of Jesus Christ. The word of God is life and you quicken it. I don't know how discouraged you are. I don't know why is the reason behind that discouragement. I don't know how weak, how your body is afflicted with one disease or the other. But I've come to submit to you this morning that a divinely given dream will always remain deep down in your soul. Are you dreaming to be healed from that sickness? Have the doctors given you prognosis that you're going to die suddenly? That this sickness is not going to be cured? I have a good news for you this morning. There is the one who came onto this earth. His name is Jesus Christ. His name is Jesus Christ. His name is Emmanuel. His name is the Lion of the tribe of Judah. His name is the Rose of Sharon. His name is the Bright of Morning Star. He came into this world for one reason. For one reason. He came to heal. He came to set the captives free. In Isaiah 61, the word of God declared that the spirit of the Lord is upon him. For God has anointed him to preach the good news. God has anointed him to heal the sick. God has anointed him to deliver those who are oppressed by the captivity of the devil. God has anointed him to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. To deliver those who are oppressed by the enemy. Jesus came on this earth for one reason. For salvation for deliverance, for healing, for transformation, and for taking us from death to eternal redemption through his blood that he shed on the cross of Calvary. And that is why you must hold tight to that your God-given dream. Are you dreaming to become somebody that will be an instrument, a voice of deliverance? Are you dreaming for God to heal you? Are you dreaming for God to use you? You must hold on unto that dream. Although destiny pushes people from there to there, Joseph had such encounter. The dream that God had given to him kept speaking in spite of how much temptation, tribulation, trial, accusation that Joseph went through. He held onto the dream. He held onto the dream. The dream that he had overshadowed every other thing that was speaking contrary to that dream. He refused to yield to anything that was speaking contrary to what revelation he saw by the vision of the night that heaven revealed to him. Her stars were bowing down. He saw that something is great about that dream. No matter what happened with his sibling, selling him to slavery, trying to kill him, in the case of Potiphar's house, how he was in prison. He went everywhere solving problems. Even in prison, Joseph understood the secret of solving problems. That when you solve problems for someone that has a need, it helps you to become blessed. He was able to interpret the dream of others that were in prison with him. And after two years, after two years, the one that promised to help him when he goes out, 
forget about him. Then God revealed to the king a dream that needed to be interpreted. Who was called Joseph, the problem solver. You have to hold on to your dream. What are the keys for you to attend to greatness? Is to hold on to the dream that you had from the day you were a baby growing up. You have to hold on to that thought that you have always been thinking that you need to accomplish. Regardless of what has happened to you. Regardless of what has happened to you or what is going to happen or what is happening around you. You must hold on to your divinely God-given dream. You must hold on to it. Because by holding on to it, greatness is coming your way. The sound of the voice of the dream was so loud to Joseph that he drowned the eternal voices around him. It is my prayer that the voice of your dream will drown every negative voice sounding against your dreams. I have a word of encouragement for you here. The voice of the enemy can be, Oh, Rabbi Akasakalabazakatakalaba. The voice of the enemy can be a roaring one. You know how Satan rules? He is just like a roaring lion. But he is not the lion. Every external voice speaking contrary to your divinely appointed dream can be roaring so high. Yes, can be so high. But the still small voice of your dream will always carry the day. I promise you that. The still small voice of your dream, if you pay attention to it, regardless of extraordinary roaring voices, roaring around you, imagining to be extraordinary. That's why I use that word extraordinary. They look like extraordinary, but they are not. Because your dream is rooted, it's unusual, it has power. There is great potential in your divine God-given dream. I want you to listen intently in that still small voice that keep reminding you, you can become this. That keep urging you, you can go there. Because a God-inspired, divinely appointed dream cannot be swallowed by no external forces if you do not give up to your God-given dreams. Dreams shaping your destiny. Dreams are tonics for rejuvenating destinies. <laughs> oh yes, your dream is your tonic for your rejuvenating destiny. You need to feed the vehicle of your dream. You need to fuel it. You need to feed it. You need to fuel it. Yes. You need to feed. You need to fuel the vehicle of your destiny. Is your destiny languishing in the valley where nothing happens? You need fresh dreams to inspire and refresh your life. God is said to give you inspiration that will be fire for your dream. God is always set to give you inspirations that will fire you up, that will fire that dream, if you pay attention to the still small voice of the Holy Spirit of God. When you are endowed with such dreams, God's zeal will swallow your destiny and you will move with the strength 
of a unicorn. Whatever is the state of your dream at the moment, you need a new dream from God that will inspire and catapult your destiny to greatness. Whatever is the level, whatever is the state of your dream at the moment, you need a new dream from God that will inspire and catapult your destiny to greatness. And that is why Jeremiah said in Jeremiah 33 verse 3, Call upon me in the days of trouble. I will answer you and I will show you mighty things that you know not. Dreams are not generally accepted at the beginning. In every generation, dreams have been bored, jeered, antagonized, ostracized, and labeled as wide dreamers. But it's only dreamers that can rule the universe. If your dreams are tangible, people's first reaction is that they will reject your person and criticize the content of your dream. The initial reaction or rejection should not make you throw your dream away. Keep on dreaming. The same people who criticize and reject your dream will later come back and take a bow before you like they did in Joseph's case. When people rise up to fight against your dream, be persistent. You must never forget that you are not the originator of the dream. The same God who gave you the dream will defend his interest in you. The same God who gave you the dream will defend that dream. That dream, the same God who gave you the dream will defend his interest in you. Remember, it's not about you. People can speak who do you think you are? How can you accomplish it? Like I, I see myself as a minister standing in the multitude of congregation of God's people all over the world sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Declaring that it is only through Jesus Christ shall we have eternal life. Come unto me, Jesus said, all ye who are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Right now, my dream seems small. Right now, but I see in the realm of the Spirit, grace of God upon me to stand in the multitude, uncountable multitude of people drilling in to make Jesus Christ their Lord and their personal Savior. And as I make that altar call, healing, deliverance, miracle, signs, and wonders begin to flow all over the place. And people are crying out to Jesus Christ. People are crying out to the Holy Spirit. People are crying out to the help of the angels of God. And God's kingdom was populated. And the kingdom of darkness did populated. This is my dream. Where I see uncountable souls running to Jesus Christ. Crying out to Jesus Christ. Son of David, have mercy upon me. And turning their life around. And becoming a problem solver. To the glory of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. What is your dream? Are you dreaming to become a lawyer? Are you dreaming to become an apostle? Are you dreaming to become a prophet? Are you dreaming to become a pastor? Are you dreaming to become an evangelist? Are you dreaming to become the head of state of your nation? Are you dreaming to become a governor? Are you dreaming to become a minister? Are you dreaming to become a teacher? Are you dreaming to become a doctor? Whatever that dream is that you had, that still small voice that keep urging you, get up, you can make it. Are you dreaming to be healed of that cancer? 
Are you dreaming to be healed of that HIV? Are you dreaming to be healed of that immune disorder? Whatever that problem is that you are dreaming to accomplish, I have come by the power of the Holy Ghost to agree with you this morning that your head to your toe will experience the joy of that dream in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. A dream gives you direction. Divine dreams can be likened to a powerful compass that gives you direction. Divine dreams can be likened to a powerful compass that gives you direction. Wherever you find yourself, whether in a reckless wasteland or Rabbi Akasia, a busy street, a developed nation, or a rural environment where nothing is defined, your God-given dream will always chart a course for you to follow. A dream gives you direction. Divine dreams can be likened to a powerful compass that gives you direction. Wherever you find yourself, I want to say that again, wherever you find yourself, whether in a trackless wasteland, a busy street, a developed nation, or a rural environment where nothing is defined, where nothing is defined, your God-given dream will always chart a course for you to follow. That is why your dream gives you direction. You must not give up on your dream. Are you at a crossroad at the moment? Are you at a crossroad at the moment? Pray for a divine dream and you will find direction. Are you surrounded by perpetual darkness? Are you surrounded by perpetual darkness? Are you surrounded by perpetual darkness? A dream will come out like lightning out of the blues and point you to the direction you must go. Are you surrounded by a palpable darkness? Palpable darkness. Palpable darkness. Maranda Bayakaseke Baby Silia. Is darkness surrounding you right now? And you think there's no way out in the midst of that darkness? I have good news to you. You will begin from this day to dream a new dream. And that new dream will come out like lightning, out of the blues, and point you to the direction you must go. Yes, I prophesy that to you. As you're hearing this message, by the power of God upon this commission, I decree and prophesy to you this day that God from this moment is going to instill in you a new dream that will lead you, that will come out from nowhere and point you to the direction you must go. In Isaiah 30 verse 21, it says, And thine ears shall hear and time ears shall bear a word behind you, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. When ye turn to the right, and when ye turn to the left, Isaiah 30, verse 21 says, And time ears shall bear a word, you shall hear a word, the word shall be given to you. And you will hear it behind thee, saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it. Where ye turn to the right hand, and where ye turn to the left. The greatest problem of the modern man is inability to find direction when it matters most. A single wrong decision can throw you into darkness for life. Finding direction is crucial. You need clear dreams to enable you to move forward 
in the right direction. If you never had a dream, you cannot experience its fullness. If you never had a dream, you cannot experience its fullness. It is unfortunate that there are people who are totally blind in the area of dreams. Such people can hardly recollect having any dream whatsoever. Therefore, the fulfillment of dreams begins with dreaming. If your inability to dream has disappeared or is stolen, you need to cry unto God for the restoration of the capacity to dream. If God does not show anything to you through dreams, you may not know what to expect. It has what it reveals to you that can happen in your life. These dreams that you don't remember has in it what will happen to your life. You can imagine if Joseph had not remembered that dream growing up as a little boy in his father's house. You can imagine if Joseph had not remembered that dream because that dream was a dream for turnaround in his destiny. It took years to materialize, but he needed to remember that dream. Therefore, is there anyone listening to me this morning that your ability to remember your dream has been stolen from you? I have come this morning to prophetically declare to you, grace upon this commission is invoked into your life right now. That from this moment henceforth, the Holy Spirit of the living God will bring to your memory instructions sealed by God in your dreams. Your memory bank, I command restoration right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Every power that has stolen your memory bank from you that you will no longer be able to recall what's going on when you lay down to sleep at night. I prophetically declare by the power of God upon this commission, by the power in the blood of Jesus Christ, by the power in the blood of Jesus Christ, I release you from the captivity of the stronghold in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I command you from this day a recall to every of your dreams that you have not been able to remember is restored to you. Now, receive it and shout, yea, 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 it is mine in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Your dream is a compass telling you where to go. Your dream is a compass telling you where to go. Your dream is a compass telling you where to go. Travelers on the sea and in the air know what a compass is as an invaluable tool. When direction is needed, guess what works. Guess what will help you. Guess what will assist you. Guess what will lead you to where you are to go. You need a powerful compass to point to the right direction and save you from being led astray. You need a powerful compass to point to the right direction and save you from being led astray. God has given us a very powerful compass. The Bible tells us that God knows the end from the beginning. Let's read Isaiah 46 verse 10. I want you to take your Bible. There is power in reading the word of God. There is power in reading the word of God. He sent forth his word 
and his word healed them from every destruction. In Psalm 107 verse 20, there is power in reading the word of God. So I want to encourage you, take your Bible right now, open it up and read the word of God with me. Let's read the book of Isaiah 46 verse 10. Isaiah 46 verse 10 says, Declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. I want to read again. Declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do it all my pleasure. I will do all my pleasure. If only you can see God's face, your dreams will remain a ready compass. If only you can seek God's face, your dream will remain a daily compass. If only you can seek God's face, your dream will remain a ready compass. Travelers on the sea and in the air know that a compass is an invaluable tool when direction is needed. When direction is needed. So you need your dream to guide you for your next direction. And if you have not been dreaming, thank God that through the prayer that has been prayed this morning, the Holy Spirit has reactivated that gift of dreams. And as you lay down to sleep, the Lord will seal instructions to you. And the Holy Spirit of God will bring it to your memory. As you seek God constantly with me over this podcast, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, you must be available. There is a price to pay for your compass. There is a price to pay for your compass. There is a price to pay for your compass. For heaven to give you a divine compass, there is a price to pay. Katun Kume says, it costs you everything to be in deep relationship with the Holy Spirit of God. It costs you everything. It costs you everything to be in a deep intimacy with the person that conceived Jesus, with the person that walked with Jesus Christ in his 33 and half years of ministry on this earth. That person is the person of the Holy Spirit. He is my personal friend. He is the source of my life. I depend on him. He is the CEO of my life. He is the CEO of my family. He is the CEO of my ministry. I cannot move without the Holy Spirit. I cannot talk without the Holy Ghost. I came to you this morning through the podcast by the person of the Holy Spirit. He is the source of our existence. He is the strength of our life. He is our advantage. He is our enabler. He is not a wind, neither is he a dove. These are the ways he manifests himself. But he is a person. He is a person. He can be grieved. He can appreciate to be loved. He wants you to have an intimate fellowship with him. He wants you to depend on him. When you wake up in the morning, you say, hello, good morning, Holy Spirit. When you're about to eat, you say, Holy Spirit, let's eat together. When you're about to go to bed, you welcome him on your bed. You say, Holy Spirit, come and sleep with me. Holy Spirit is the one that conceived Mary, the mother of our Lord Jesus Christ, our mother of faith, the one that brought our Redeemer Jesus. He conceived a woman so someone that can conceive a person and give a baby into that womb of a person it's not a wind neither is he a dove he is a person 
I've come to introduce to you the power of Jesus Christ. I've come to introduce to you the power of the Father. I've come to introduce to you the one that Jesus Christ left for us on this earth. When Jesus Christ said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will walk with you eternally. The person he was referring to, to walk with us eternally, is the one that conceived him. Is the one that walked with him in his 33 and a half years of ministry on the earth. He lives in you. If you have made Jesus Christ your Lord and personal Savior, he is the one that enables you to do that. For no one can say Jesus Christ is Lord except by the Holy Spirit of God. And you that have not made Jesus Christ your Lord and personal Savior, the word of God in this podcast this morning will not be a reality to you. So the first thing you need to do is to open your mouth and pray this prayer with me and say, Father, today I have heard your word. I accept your son, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and my personal Savior. I believe that you, Father, raised him up from the dead. And on the third day, the Holy Ghost went to the tomb, the sepulchre where he lay, and raised him from the dead. And right now, I believe that Jesus Christ is seated with you at your right-hand side. And dear, he maketh intercession for me. I accept Jesus Christ into my life right now. And I ask him to be the Lord of my life. I repent of all my sin. And I welcome the Holy Spirit into my heart. I renounce the devil. I reject the devil. I refuse to accept the devil or do the acts of the devil. I have torn myself loose to my Lord Jesus Christ. And by the power of the Holy Spirit of God, I will walk this walk. I will talk this walk. And I will be an instrument of light that will bring others to the saving grace of my lord jesus christ if you made that prayer in faith if you made that prayer in faith if you made that prayer in faith if you believed it in your heart if you believed it in your heart that god raised jesus christ from the dead then you are saved you are born again and i welcome you to the family of my lord jesus christ and from this day your life is receiving light and light comet darkness vanish every darkness in your life every oppression of darkness in your life every magnet of darkness in your life i stand by the power of god upon this commission to declare and declare that you are loose and you have walked into your divine purpose and the glory of god has risen upon you and you shall be an instrument of light and others will follow you to serve jesus christ in spirit and in truth by the power of the holy spirit of god in jesus mighty name it will cost you everything it will cost you everything to receive heavenly compass guiding you in all areas of your life it will cost you everything there is a price to pay for the compass of heaven to be released to you what are the conditions that you must pay you must be available you must be available you must be available forgetting not the assembly of the brethren as some do forgetting not the assembly of the brethren as some do you must find a bible believing church where you are and go to the pastor and say to the pastor i was listening to a woman of god called prophetess patience of united nation pentecostal church through her podcast and behold, the power of God shone upon my heart. And I have made Jesus Christ my Lord and personal Savior. And I have come to introduce myself to you that I may be trained in the ways of the Lord. Because my mentor, Dr. Mike Murdoch of Wisdom Center, taught me two principles. 
He said, the person of Jesus Christ will give you eternity. It will prepare you for eternity. But the principles of Jesus Christ is a kingdom key that ushers prosperity to you, that ushers blessings to you. The person of Jesus Christ, when you confess the person of Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, he opens the door for you and prepares you for eternity to the obedience of the word of God. Now, when you apply the principles of Christ, what are the principles of Christ? That seed time and harvest time shall never cease. If you want to increase, you must be someone that sows seed. What is a seed? Saying good morning to somebody is a seed. What is a seed? Finding a Bible-believing church where the Holy Ghost is ministering to the ministers of God in that ministry is a seed. What is a seed? When you pay your tithe, when you sow your seed, when you love those who God has sent to you to show them the way of light, when you pray for your enemies that they will repent and turn away from their wicked ways and where they fell not to turn, God then will judge them. When you continue to walk in righteousness and not to gratify the desires of the flesh, like in Galatians 5 from verse 16 downward, then you are preparing yourself for the principles of Jesus Christ to walk on this earth for you, to bring increase and to lead you that even though you pass through the valley of the shadow of death, you shall fear no evil for God is with you. His rod and his staff comforts you. He has prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemies and has anointed your head with oil and your cup runneth over. Surely God's goodness and mercy follows you all the days of your life. All the days of your life and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Yes, it must be able to lead you as a compass in area of guiding you in the way forward. How? You must be available. You must be spiritually alert. 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 You must be malleable. You must be malleable. You must be malleable. You must be connected to the power of the Holy Spirit of God. You must be connected to the power of the Holy Spirit of God. You must be connected to the power of the Holy Spirit of God. You must remain under the canopy of God's fire. You must remain under the canopy of God's fire. You must remain under the canopy of God's fire. You must never allow the compass to get lost. You must never allow the compass to get lost. You must never allow the compass to get lost. You must process the compass and protect it from the evil magnet of sin. You must process the compact. Process it is by making sure that you study day in and day out what the guidance of the Holy Spirit is showing you, is guiding you concerning your divine dreams that God has appointed for you in the universe. You must protect the compass from evil magnet of sin. You must protect, oh yes, you must protect, oh yes, you must protect the compass from the evil magnet of sin. Yes, sin must not have dominion over your life. Sin must not have dominion over your life. I want you to join me this morning as we go into prophetic declaration because it is a time prophecy changes situations. Prophecy nullifies affliction. 
Prophecy breaks the yoke. Prophecy reveals and reverses causes. Prophecy nullifies spells. Prophecies can turn impossibilities to possibility. Prophecies can turn impossibilities to possibility. It makes streams flow in desert places and opens our understanding to see fullness of God. Yes, you can apply prophecies to open closed doors of greatness. You can as well use prophecies to close evil doors fashioned for your downfall. The fact is, prophecy is not an ordinary statement, but one with authority and power. It takes you upward to heaven and nearer to God. When you prophesy, you expand and you get results. When you prophesy, you expand, you expand and you get results. We prophecy, we tell God to lead us even though we pass through the valley of the shadow of death, we shall fear no evil. We prophecy, we tell God to lead and be ahead of us. The oriental shepherd is always ahead of his sheep. He is down in front. He takes account of any attack on us. Our God is ever ready to lead. We prophecy, we make him to be our today and tomorrow. It is tomorrow that fills man with dread. God is there already. It is tomorrow that fills man with dread. Some people are so afraid of their tomorrow. That is why they pay no attention to their God-given dreams. But thank God that this morning your God-given dream has been reawakened. And you are no longer afraid of your tomorrow. Because God is already dear. God is already dear in your tomorrow. All the tomorrows of our life have to pass through God before they can get to us. All we need to do is to open our mouth wide with prophecy and he shall fill it with answers. Prophesy, I say, prophesy. This is the promise of God, Ezekiel. Brethren, as we are about to round up this broadcast this morning, I want you to know that you have to prophesy into your today. Prophesy into your tomorrow. With these prophecies, your life will change. Your destiny will experience extraordinary turnaround. Yes. Brethren, wherever you are right now, it is time for prayer. I want to encourage you to stand on your feet and begin to join me as I prophesy. I want you to repeat each of these prophecies to yourself. Because when you prophesy, when you prophesy, by the power of God, you call those things that be not into existence. I want you to repeat this prayer. By word of prophecy, say it out loud. By word of prophecy, divine hand of mercy and forgiveness is upon my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Yes, before we ask God anything, we want to come to the altar of mercy. We want to come to the Lord with the altar of mercy. We want to come to the Lord before his altar of mercy. We want to ask him for forgiveness. Is there any way we have heard? Is there any way that we have done anything that God will consider evil? It is true repentance and asking of forgiveness. Then God will show us mercy. So let's go to the order of mercy and begin to prophesy. By a word of prophecy, divine hand of mercy and forgiveness is upon me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By a word of prophecy, divine hand of mercy and redemption is upon me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By a word of prophecy, divine hand of mercy and favor is upon me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By a word of prophecy, 
divine hand of mercy and salvation is upon me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, divine hand of mercy and love is upon me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, I soak my head in the pool blood of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, blood of Jesus Christ shall cleanse me of ungodliness in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, blood of Jesus Christ shall cleanse me of blood pollution in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, blood of Jesus Christ shall dissolve and destroy evil deposit in my head in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, by word of prophecy, blood of Jesus shall dissolve and destroy evil deposit in my head in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, by word of prophecy, by word of prophecy, blood of Jesus Christ shall dissolve and destroy evil deposit in my head in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, by word of prophecy, blood of Jesus Christ shall serve as healing oil upon my head in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Marandaba, Yakatabra, Akasekebeke, Lantanaba, Yes, I release by the power of God. All right, Makanda Ibekete, Maru in Koprokosoro Mokosoro Bubuso. By the word of prophecy, blood of Jesus Christ shall serve as healing oil upon my head in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, blood of Jesus Christ shall heal every bruised part of my head in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, blood of Jesus Christ shall nullify effects of insertion on my head. Has anybody done any insertion on your head? But has anybody given you any mark, tribal mark on your head? Now I want you to place your right hand upon that area that tribal mark is. Have you woken up in the middle of the night or woken up in the morning and you saw a mark? Those witches that came and they put a mark on your body. If you still see that mark, I want you to place your hand upon where that mark is. And we're going to pray this prayer seven times. By word of prophecy, blood of Jesus Christ shall heal every bruised part on my head in the name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, blood of Jesus Christ shall heal every bruised part on my head in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, blood of Jesus Christ shall heal every bruised part on my head in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, blood of Jesus Christ shall heal every blue spot on my head in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, blood of Jesus Christ shall heal every blue spot on my head in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, blood of Jesus Christ shall heal every blue spot on my head in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, blood of Jesus Christ shall heal every blue spot on my head in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, blood of Jesus Christ shall I heal every bruised part on my head in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Maranda baaka seke brekan santa la kanta anta kanteken teke palaka kapa kete baka brakasi bri ike seke brekatanta bramande brekokoto kobokoto e brekala maaka suku bibi sarababasha. I command every spell of wickedness. I command every spell of wickedness planted in your body by your ancestors from the family where you come from to be neutralized right now 
every insertion that the wicked has placed upon you through uh, whatever sacrifice that was done when you were a baby in your mother's hand. I command that insertion, that blood insertion to be nullified. Whatever is the reason of that insertion in that your part of your body, I decree the blood of Jesus Christ to destroy the root of that insertion and break it and destroy it by the fire of the Holy Ghost, by the blood of Jesus Christ, by the fire of the Holy Ghost, by the blood of Jesus Christ. I neutralize the effect of that insertion from the crown of your head to the source of your feet with the blood of Jesus Christ. I neutralize the effect of that insertion by the blood of Jesus Christ. I neutralize the effect of that insertion by the blood of Jesus Christ. Yes, say it out loud. I neutralize the effect of this insertion of my life by the blood of Jesus Christ. I ask the blood of Jesus Christ to go into the root of this insertion and cleanse me from whatever is the effect right now. May the effect of this insertion be nullified by the blood of Jesus Christ. May the effect of this insertion yes, speak it out loud. Pray it out loud. May the effect of this insertion be nullified by the blood of Jesus Christ. I release you from the shackle of the witches and the warlocks of your family. I release you from the bondage of ancestral spirits from their family. I cause that spirit to be uprooted from the root. I cause that spirit to die from the root. I cause that spirit to die from the root. I cause that spirit to die from the root. Whoever is attacking your image, may the blood of Jesus Christ avenge on your behalf. May the blood of Jesus Christ avenge on your behalf. May the blood of Jesus Christ avenge on your behalf. May the blood ah yakanta kanta kante ketata bikita brekalaka pala akape elebre akasi ilibi ikiti. Whoever is trying to defend you or defend you with negative energy, may that negative energy from this day reverse and return back to sender. May that negative energy reverse and return back to sender. May that negative energy, oh yes, I command sickness upon every arrow of wickedness leveled against you to reverse and return back to sender. I command sickness to reverse and return back to sender. All those who are manipulators of your destiny, all those who are enchanting evil against your name, all those who are calling your head to their evil altar, I break you loose from their evil and I command a reverse, a return of all their bewitchment back to sender. I command a reverse, a return of all their bewitchment back to sender. I command a reverse, a return of all their activity against your life back to sender and those who are behind it, sender. I command every loader to carry their load right now by the power in the blood of Jesus Christ. I command every loader to carry their load, every sucker of blood and eater of flesh. Suck your own blood and eat your own flesh. Suck your own blood and eat your own flesh. Suck your own blood and eat your own flesh. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Ashaka Bayamakala Karate. By the word of prophecy, my head encounter healing power of blood of Jesus Christ. By the word of prophecy, my head say it. 
loud. Say it out loud. By the word of prophecy, my head encounter healing power of blood of Jesus Christ. By the word of prophecy, my head encounter healing power of blood of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, my head encounter healing power of blood of Jesus Christ. By the word of prophecy, my head encounter healing power of blood of Jesus Christ. By the word of prophecy, my head encounter healing power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Ashaka by the word of prophecy, every field on my head is cleansed with the blood of Jesus Christ. By the word of prophecy, every field on my head is cleansed with the blood of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, every field on my head is cleansed with the blood of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, every ungodly marks on my head are cleansed with the blood of Jesus Christ. By word of prophecy, every ungodly mark on my head are cleansed with the blood of 